Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 5th of July, 2013, and this is episode 32. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. How sad exactly are you feeling about uh, about the fact that Google Reader is now dead? Uh, I have tried to uh, forget about it. Yeah. Uh, because it just, it, you know, my, my heart is broken. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, you know, look, look, I don't, I don't like emotions and feelings. So I'm just, I've just hidden it down. Plus, I've been using Feedly for the past what, whenever since whenever we last talked about this, I've started to use Feedly. So I've, I've kind of already weaned myself off. And see, that was gonna, that was going to be my, my next question because um, with all of the stuff that's happened uh, with Google Reader shutting down, so many services have popped up to try and take its place and you know and uh, fill the void, so to speak. Um, I was just kind of curious because we have talked about it before, right? We we talked about it and we listed off a few options that were going to be available, uh, but but as of uh, as of earlier this week. It's no longer like in the future. It's actually in the past, and now Google Reader is gone. So there's a few things. Uh, there's a few things that have popped up, and one of them has been uh, Dig Reader, which only launched like last week. Um, and so, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you probably remember Dig. Dig was a service. Uh, a few years back that was basically it took uh, news from around the internet and just kind of tried to uh, rank it based on, um, you know, you could up, uh, you could dig it, which I guess is where the name came from. You, you know, basically voted it up or voted it down depending on, you know, how you felt about it. And that kind of created a, you know, a thing of news, but then it kind of took, got taken over by spammers and and crap and uh, turned into a cesspool, of, of of I guess spam. Yeah, uh, so it turned into the internet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, it, it ended up getting uh, kind of you know going away, and it got bought out by a company called BetaWorks, uh, who basically took Dig and really only kept the 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 name and the branding of it, uh, and converted into something completely new. Uh, that's been around for a little while now. Um, and so, as part of uh, as part of you know the Google Reader shutting down, they decided that they wanted to to kind of break into the uh, the RSS feed uh, market. I guess it kind of relates to the whole top news thing, and it actually does quite uh, does interact with that on a on a certain level. Right. But it's been launched last week, and so it's basically a, a replacement for Google Reader. Uh, very 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 simple at this stage. It's you know a list of posts. You can put put them in. Uh, folders and tags and uh you can you know dig stuff you can you can save stuff to read later you can put it out to you know instapaper or pocket or whatever you whatever you like uh to to read and um comes with you know that they you can use the dig uh, mobile apps so there's ipad and iphone uh apps which you can use to to read new stuff as well which is kind of cool um 
I've actually been I, I I mean I haven't used Google Reader for for a few years, right? Because I've I I started using Fever, but I thought you know with all this all, all these kind of uh people competing, it's actually probably something that we could um that I could benefit from because you know competition always you know tends to breed uh better newer features that sort of stuff and uh, right. so so I was kind of keen to get in on that action so I've been trying dig reader out for the last um uh, last week I guess and uh it's actually pretty nice a bit buggy but you know we'll see how it goes okay so uh worth worth watching I guess we'll say yeah absolutely I mean I I I did look at uh look at feedly and um I know that Mel uses Feedly, but I'm I didn't didn't really like it. it was it was not my thing. Um, Dig is a little I didn't bit like more. It. I, did, I didn't like it at first. Yeah, well, see, I didn't like Feedly at first, but they've they've kind of changed to be a bit more. Uh, I, I guess you'll say uh, Google Reader esque. Right. Uh, you know, just just some graphical changes to kind of help help draw on the draw on that crowd. Sure. Uh, which which is really. All I wanted, because to, to an extent, most of the RSS readers are similar. You know, you, you have a list, you can put them into folders, you can click to read them, and that's about that's about it. But it, it, you know, I guess what what differentiates them is the the ability to, uh, I guess, kind of maneuver through your data, and you know how it looks when you're reading. Right. So, I mean, I, I I'm quite enjoying Dig's uh, interface. They it's got a very kind of um, sparse and uh, bland, I guess, inf- interface, which kind of puts a bit more emphasis on the content, okay. uh, which is which is which is nice. I, I like you know I like that approach. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of settings or anything at this point in time, um, but I mean they they've got plans to add new stuff over time. Uh, it's free. It's free at the moment, although they do plan on making it freemium. Which just means that it'll be free to use, except if you want to, you know, use any of the sort of power features, I guess. Right. Uh, but everything that you can see that is available, like right now, uh, is, is free. So you can just sign up and you can use it. Which um, not all the services are free. Not all of them, because there are a few now, and quite a lot of them are actually just you know you you pay and you you can have it. You can have access to it. Is okay. F- Feedly's not like that, is it? It's free. No, it's completely free as far as I'm aware. Right. So there's another one that I know of called Feed Wrangler. It is a yearly subscription, so you can have you can have access to it for uh, for twenty dollars a year. Comes with, uh, you, you, I mean, you get you get access to uh, to like a web a web version, and it has it has apps as well. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, you've got read later. It's got a a good API so that it should be uh, so that other apps can actually implement it as well and uh, a lot of people use uh, Reader R-E-E-D-E-R uh, to, to read and you know to sync up with, with Google Reader or they used to and now it, now it uh, they actually announced the other day or today or someday a day in the not too distant past they announced uh, that they also are going to be uh, They've, their recent update is going to be supporting Feedly and Feed Wrangler. So okay, they're pretty much the two of the bigger bigger players out there. Yeah, which is kind of nice. I mean, that's 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 yeah. good. Yeah. So 
I think I think if you if you are if you guys are into listening to listening if you guys are into reading uh like your all your news through an RSS feed or you know at least some of it through an RSS feed because you know it's it's kind of nice to have a you know a, a place to go for that as opposed to Twitter which can which does get filled with uh cruft sometimes having a kind of a uh a, a place that's just for reading you reading uh, what's going on is kind of nice, and uh, there's a, there's quite a few services that are popping up now, and um, which is kind of which is good, and we'll see how it goes. So I think I, I have one question from all this: Is cruft a word? Yeah, cruft is a word. I've never heard that before in my life. If you if you look it up on Wikipedia, oh, I shall. I don't I don't trust you. Cruft is jargon for anything that is left over, redundant, and getting in the way. Hmm. Okay. Well, since you have supporting sources, uh, I will believe you this time. <laughs> uh, Brendan, deal with it. <laughs> so th- there's two bits of a of a, I guess I guess you could call them video game news that uh, came out. Uh, one of them is, uh, I guess we call it an, a neat addition to the future of game consoles, and that's that the Xbox One's Connect will now be able to read QR codes. Oh yay! QR codes, which is uh, amazing. Yeah, which is great for anyone who's ever had to enter in one of those, you know, twenty-five long, twenty-five digit character, uh, you know, codes to download a game or to to put in a subscription. Now you just, you know, you hold it up to the to the camera, and done. Okay, so I think you missed the sarcasm in my comment. However, what you said after completely missing the sarcasm in my comment actually seems like a really good use of QR codes. So that's good. Thank you. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe I heard your sarcasm and just chose to ignore it, knowing um, that I would best it with facts. Right. You, you keep telling yourself that then. Uh, that does really, that really does sound like a good way of uh, using QR codes because those, those codes, man, they suck. Um, I, I never, I've never liked entering serial numbers, and those are basically the worst version of it because they're trying. It's like trying to enter a serial number without an actual keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's even worse with um, with, with like uh, in Borderlands Two, you they have a you enter in like shift keys, which give you special bonuses, and they you know they release keys every you know you know some, sometimes multiple times a week, sometimes you know once a month, but you enter it in five characters at a time, so it isn't right. like you just enter the whole thing in once. You have to go five characters, start, go to the next one, open it up, five more characters, start, go to the next one, open it up. <sighs> Which is which is even even worse than normal. <laughs> well, see, this is why I got one of those um, one of those little keyboard attachments for for my controller because that just plugs in the bottom and then I can type on it normally. Um, because that, I got sick of entering codes like that. But that's good. I, I'm I'm glad that they're they're gonna, they're thinking of ways to improve that. And uh, QR codes are one way to do that. That's for sure. Yeah, so like it's it's not a you know make or break type thing, but it's it's a neat it's a neat bonus to have, and it's surprisingly I, I don't understand why it's something they haven't implemented already, considering you know they're 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 already connects out there. You think they've said they would have said, look, here's something else we can do with it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they the cameras on the old connects weren't capable of doing. Wait, that except except that's not right because. When you want to calibrate your uh, your connect, I'm fairly certain there's a card that you can hold up for it. 
in there is I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm yeah, not, I'm you, you know the card that I'm talking, talking about. Yeah. Um, and so you just hold it up, and it it recognizes the rec- recognizes the, the image on the card. So I mean, clearly they've they were capable of doing this before. So yeah, it's a wonder they didn't do it. Yeah. Maybe just so, no, nobody had the bright idea. Oh, that's true. But you know, I'm sure someone had the bright idea. They just chose not to do it. <laughs> so that so that yeah. when they announce the Xbox One, they could say it now does QR codes. Ah, yeah. See, that's the that's the you know the thing right there. They they were playing the long game. Yeah. See, the whole thing's just one big long con, man. Exactly right. <sighs> so, in other gaming news, uh, do you recall last week we talked about Saints Row Four? Uh, I do getting uh, we- refused classification. That's that is that is right. I I do remember that. Yes, that's good. Well, that's all. I just want to see you remember. That's all. <laughs> that's it's generally good to check these things because you never yeah. know. I I may be you know f- beginning to for- forget. Um, that sounds like you already are. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Okay. Well, uh, on Steam, it was. Um, I guess announced isn't really the right word. Let's just say it's on, on Steam. It's shown up uh, that you can buy the low violence version of Saints Row Four, mm, which okay. may be their way of getting around the, you know, refusals. They'll, they'll release a, you know, I guess a lower violence version. But um, according to the Kotaku article that that I'll post in the show notes, uh, not only is the publisher not saying anything about the low violence version, but the classification board has said that it was not aware that there were any pre-orders available for Steam, and I assume that means they also haven't heard of the low violence version. Right. Yeah. So who knows what's going on? <clears throat> so someone. The internet comments are a funny thing. Um, we talked the last time that the, I guess the the reason it was refused, or one of the reasons, was because of a alien probing weapon. Indeed. Uh. Well, Someone says that they should just change the game so that whenever you use a weapon that your enemies immediately scream out, it's consensual, or I consent to this. <laughs> so therefore, it's not the it's not the non-consensual violence that they were worried about when they refused classification. <laughs> oh my, that's, that's just, um, that'd be really weird. Yeah. But I also feel like from what I know of the game... I feel like that would be right up there with the humor. It would be right up there. That's that's for sure. Um, that being said, there is there is the the drugs thing that was also that also played a part though. Um, I mean that that obviously doesn't that takes care of, care of one thing in a really weird way. Uh, it doesn't take <laughs> care of the other other one, which was the drugs though. So um. I mean, maybe the maybe the low violence version removes the drugs and the and the uh, low the extreme violence, the <laughs> probing, the, the uh, extreme uncomfortable violence. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, just feel yeah. really uncomfortable talking about it anyway. <laughs> well, f- from what from what I've I've read about um, how the classification board works, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's just because the drugs are actual drugs like like i guess real ones that you could theoretically find in the world yeah that's like if you named it you know 
Jelly's Fun Time pill pop pill poppers, that would be okay because they're not actually real. Yeah. But because you know because it's you know cocaine or you know I don't know I'm I'm, I'm blanking on names of drugs. Um, that one that we all know about that I'm not going to mention because you know we don't need to talk about details. If it was one of those, that's when it gets banned. But you know made up names totally okay. Right. Because because of the kids, you know. Because, you know, they, if they read cocaine, they'll automatically go out and buy it. And therefore, you know, society's ruined. But fake drugs, and they, they can't make that connection. Yeah. Makes complete sense. That's all I got. Yeah, fair enough. So, I'm just going to move on. Because I'm, like, the whole the whole idea, look, it, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't really know why. <laughs> you still haven't got past that first thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I really have. I don't. I just have nothing to say to that. Uh, it's it's uh it's weird, and uh, weird. Yep. Good. Yep. So, I don't know that we actually ever talked about this on the show prior to now. Um, maybe I think it was last year that there was uh that there was a Kickstarter that uh for 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 a pebble, uh, which was not a rock, but instead it's a, a watch, which, uh, it's, which rocks, a, which, which does rock indeed. Yes. Uh, that, that must be the reason they called it the pebble. Uh, the idea of this, this watch, right. Is that it's, uh, it's a connected watch. It's, it's a smart watch. Um, so you, you have the watch, you have your, uh, your smartphone, like your iPhone or your Android phone or, or what have you. And, uh, the, f- the watch actually connects to the phone via Bluetooth and actually is capable of, uh, communicating with it uh, and, you know, doing, doing various, uh, various things. One of those things is sending things like, uh, notifications from your phone to your, to your watch so that if your phone rings or if you get a text message or, uh, you know, another, another notification comes through to your, your phone, uh, your watch actually vibrates and you get, and it shows up like the notification shows up on the little display. Okay. Uh, I actually went in, like I, I backed the, the, this Kickstarter because, uh, the idea sounded awesome to me. Uh, and, uh, I got my, I got my Pebble, uh, a, a couple, a few months back now. Uh, I think back in like April or something. I can't remember. So it's, it's that forgetting thing again. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so they've been slowly i mean they've been slowly uh sending them out since uh, roughly uh january this year uh slowly just kind of filtering them out to the, to the various uh backers of the kickstarter because there's a lot of them the 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 kickstarter like the the project on kickstarter i think got up to 10 million dollars or something ridiculous um so it's a decent you know, amount it's 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 a little yeah it's, it's a little bit i mean it's it's yeah. it's nothing crazy uh, but you know, and they've been they've been kind of filtering them out to to the Kickstarter uh, backers and uh, doing it by color because some colors have been more difficult to produce than other colors, uh, and um, you know, and so they've you know get and to get them to get the color right uh, as to what they you know what they had announced the color was going to look like and so you know they started with the black ones because those were super easy and there was a whole lot of them and so they 
and that's the one that I got. Uh, and then they started doing the red ones uh, fairly recently uh, and the grey ones as well, I think. Uh, and they just started as of this week, I think, started selling, sending out white ones. Uh, but the the more important news, I guess, is that you can actually get one um, at a shop now, um, which is kind of huge. So if you if you're interested in the idea of having having a smartwatch but hadn't been able to actually get your hands on one for some reason, like you couldn't actually back the Kickstarter or you didn't want to you don't you wanted to wait until there was actually uh, you know you, you could get the product immediately or try it out or for whatever reason. Right. Uh, the 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 watches pebbles are going to be uh, sold now at Best Buy in, in the US. Uh, so you'll be able to you know walk into a Best Buy and and pick one up if if you don't live you know a long way away from a Best Buy, which if you live in Australia that is a long way away. That's because that's you have very to true. you have to go for a swim in order to get there or you know <laughs> fly, depending on how keen you are, I guess. Or both. You could swim somewhere and then fly. You could. You could. You could You could swim halfway there and then fly the rest of the way. So uh, I, I guess one of the questions here is that um, is the price they're selling it for at Best Buy the same price that you paid? No, but that was because that was because they originally decided like uh, the, the backers were paying like a, a cheaper uh, backer price, I guess, uh, which basically... Uh, wasn't going to be available to anybody except for those who backed the project. Uh, that being said, they are relatively inexpensive. I mean, it's not huge. It's $150, uh, which for a smartwatch that is capable of you know, loading applications and uh, and customizing the interface a little bit, like it's, uh, I think that's pretty reasonable depending on how interested in, in that sort of stuff that you are. Um, and uh, you'll be able to get them as of 7th of July, which is Sunday. So not too long, a couple days. Yeah. Um, well, I guess then my second question is, um, well, I, I guess it's not really a question, it's more of a, more of a thought. Uh, s- since I know that, you know, and you mentioned that not everyone who's ordered a Pebble has actually gotten theirs. Should these people be upset that that the I guess the company does company behind Pebble have a name? Pebble Technology is that what it is? I think it's just Pebble. I think okay. it's like that they are literally called yeah Pebble, like Pebble Technology. Um, okay. Yep. Should they should they be upset that Pebble Technology has already made deals to sell the Pebble Watch? in a couple of days if they haven't even received theirs yet? Well, look, I mean, obviously there's there's uh, there's been some speed bumps uh, along the way, there's a little bit of anger from the people who backed it who, you know, because it took a really long time for them to get uh, to get from uh, finishing up the, the Kickstarter to actually shipping out the items. Uh, part of which is, you know, kind of unavoidable because they started with a, relatively uh normal kind of campaign you know request and then ended up with uh ended up selling like 85,000 units uh which is a huge uh huge leap to to kind of make that being right. said of course everybody was you know furious because it took so long to actually get theirs and 
like you said, some people still haven't gotten theirs. Uh, that being said, what they have been doing is doing, uh, doing, basically manufacturing each of the each of the individual colors uh, separately. So they started with, like I said, they started with the black, moved to the red, uh, have started to get uh, the orange and grey and white versions out. Um, now, if you if you are listening and you have been waiting for your white or grey or orange pebble and still haven't gotten it, uh, there is actually a way that you can you can get a pebble sooner, and that is just a straight up switch to the black one because the black ones are, because they've been manufacturing them for ages, uh, they can continue manufacturing them and. They've uh, everybody who's you know bat, who's uh, ordered that that color has already gotten there, so they're basically building up a stockpile of black ones. The black ones are the ones that are going to be sold in stores uh, initially. So for those people who are who are really kind of uh, angered about the fact that they haven't received these yet and they're already going to be selling them in stores, well, you know. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just the way the thing is. You, you, there's not really much that can be done. Like it, it, it it's uh, it's one of those things with manufacturing. You know, sometimes colors actually make a huge difference because they, they're quite difficult to get. You know, to get right. So it was either you get a really dodgy version of the color, or you get, you know, you, you have to wait a little bit longer. So you you can't have you know, you can't have it both ways. You can't have a short period of time and you know perfection. It's got to. Sometimes it's got to be uh, one or the other. Right. Now, now do, do you actually like yours? Like you, I really you said you've like had mine. yours for a while. I really do like mine. Um, it's it's like it's held up pretty well. Like it hasn't got any scratches on it, which is kind of uh, incredible because pretty much every watch I've ever owned has you know had a scratch or a chip on the screen within the f- within the first you know little while of having it because I'd accidentally knock it against a wall or something as you sometimes do. Uh, so what you're really telling us is you have anger issues and you take it out in your watches? Yeah, it must be. must be that. Yeah, good. Get you later for that, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I obviously have, I have some, you know, some kind of uh, issues with it, which are, you know, organ- I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, communicate with with uh both the pebble guys and with with apple to make sure that they're they're taken care of uh one of which is there's there's an issue with the notifications um dropping out if you're if the if the pebble accidentally disconnects from the phone um for whatever reason um i'm actually in the middle of uh working i guess working with apple to get that uh to get that fixed it's a it's a problem with uh with ios not with the watch itself um, okay. There are other, there are other issues with the Pebble. I mean, they're they're working really hard to make the make the software on the Pebble like the firmware as best as the best that it can be, uh, and they've they've been uh, releasing a new version of the 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 frame the the firmware uh, every every few weeks, which is kind of which is really good because it means that they're they're really trying to they're really trying. They're not. It's not like we haven't heard from them in months. They're really kind of keeping in touch with everybody uh trying to make sure that everybody knows what's going on um trying to uh you know trying trying to make the, the the product better and better and better for the people who you know have been kind of backing you know with it from the beginning uh so uh, i think i think they're doing a very good job and i think i think that you know 
if this means that they have more money to, you know, that they can suddenly start getting more money uh, behind the, the product and possibly make, you know, more better products in the future, more power to them. Okay. And also, you should all buy Pebbles because they're amazing. No, you're going to say because they rock. They do rock. Yes. Come on, it's, it's, it's like... It's like they didn't think to hire me for their marketing. They made a big mistake on that, Brandon. Really big I mistake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and like the yeah. the tagline could have been like Bean supports Pebble. You know, <laughs> this stuff yeah. this stuff practically writes itself. <sighs> yeah, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad <clears throat> that they didn't get you <laughs> <laughs> and then and then i would have made sure don Cheadle was the spokesman <laughs> yeah of course he would have uh he would have gone I, I don't care about the product i don't care about anything we just have to get don Cheadle to, to be yeah, exactly. uh, to be the guy yeah good 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 what else have we got today brandon well i have some news that is exciting for me i don't know how exciting it will be for everyone else but i enjoy it so i will talk about it um, okay <laughs> and that is uh, end of October, uh, Neil Gaiman will be writing some new Sandman comics. Now, for for those of you who aren't aren't into comics, Neil Gaiman has also written books and some episodes of Doctor Who. Indeed, he he in fact wrote uh, was it the the Doctor's? Oh, dang it! The the Doctor's I can't wife. I yes, thank you. I don't know how I could remember that one word. It's a and he also pretty normal he, he wrote another episode as well. He wrote uh, no, it's not the Crimson Horror. It's the I forgot what the name of it is now. This forgetful thing is uh, is catching apparently. <laughs> I'll see if I can find it too. He wrote he wrote the uh, the the Cyberman episode in the in the most recent uh, in the most recent season. Yes, yes, he did. Um, and. Uh, cannot remember what it's called. We'll just call it the Cyberman episode. Okay, the Cyberman episode. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he's he's done he's done quite a bit, I guess, in the fantasy pseudo sci-fi realm. Um, right. And so, the Sandman comics are pretty big in the. I guess we'll call them in the non-superhero comics world. Um, okay. So it it kind of focuses on. Uh, the Sandman or Dream or whatever you want to call him, essentially the the, the master of the Dream World, right? Um, and it's it's published by Vertigo, which is owned by DC, so it's technically I think set in the DC universe, uh, but you don't. There's not really a lot of crossover. Like you're you're not gonna see like Superman suddenly pop up in the middle of it. Um, but I I think in some of the issues there were, you know, maybe more like B or C list people that showed up. Um, but again, that's not again. That's not why you read it. You read it because it's it, it's. Um, I think like the the first issues of Sandman were were very much like uh, almost horror, and then it kind of went into like a fantasy type setting. Um, so it's very it's a very surreal comic. It's very different. I, I've heard it described as as it's it's a comic for intellectuals. Uh, okay. So I mean, it means me have brains, Jelly. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the new the new series, I guess, uh, is called Sandman Overture, and it's going to be bi monthly, starting okay. I guess starting at the, I guess the end of October. So 
you know, two in, in the year, I guess, and then millions more. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I've always been a big fan. Like, I, I've, I've, um, or I was going to say, I was going to say I've bought, but I haven't really bought them for me. The, they, they released a couple, what's called the Absolute Sandman, like they're big collectible, collectible, like hardcover versions, like all, almost like coffee table size books, which is okay. a pretty neat thing for a comic book, but also for me, because it's cool. But yeah, so that's pretty much all I have to say about that. I just find that interesting, and I wanted to announce to our readers that that comic is not only out there, but more of it is coming soon. So how long how long has uh, has Sandman kind of been been around? See, you're asking me questions that I should know, um, but I obviously don't. So because I mean, I've we... I've heard of Sandman before, but I've never I've never actually read it. Um, and I'm just I'm I'm curious as to like how 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 much of it there is, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, it ran from and this is what the internet tells me. Uh, it ran from eighty nine to ninety six. Okay, so it's been around for a while. Yeah, um, and there are seventy-five ish issues. Yep. Um, so I, I mean, yeah, that that's a bit, but I think because it's, I guess because the the, the bulk of it is over, you could you know, like you know, you can get it in like the the trade publication type stuff now, and you can just read the whole thing. So it, is, yep. it isn't like right now where you go, oh, I want to start reading Superman, but you you know, it's never going to end. They're just going to keep pumping out there so you, you don't really know where to start or, or when, when to stop but with this it's kind of i guess it's it's nice that it, it they, they've ended it while it was ahead you know yeah sure are you saying that superman should have ended while it was ahead is that what you're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> maybe i <laughs> uh, see i see uh, yes i can I, I this this is all making sense now okay so sandman for those uh, comic readers. Yeah, well, you know, I feel like it's one of those comics that people who aren't into comics would enjoy. Okay. I mean, obviously, um, they'd have to be into the uh, into the style the format, of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I feel like it's probably not something that I would read, mostly because that kind of... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really a fantasy guy. Just not really... I'm a sci-fi guy. I'm well, you know, I I think guy. I think you should give it a shot. Um, as as much as you know, we can't suggest anything. You know that. Well, let's put it this way: you you can find the comics online, um, in in various stages of legality. Um, <laughs> I think that's how various I'll describe stages it. Stages of legality. I like that. I like that a lot, Brandon. Very good. Um, very good work. So. It is it is available in such a way that you could uh, read the first couple, you know, you know the first you can get, you can get the first five and see how you go. So you don't have to commit to the whole seventy five. I'm just throwing it out there, you know, and and to, to not just you but to <laughs> listeners as well, you know, it's it's yep. it's one of those things I think is is worth worth getting into. Look, if I if I can do it, you guys can do it. So. Uh... So just make it happen. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, so, what else have we got? Tell me more news. Do, well, okay, this. Do, do you want? Do you want um, slightly more video games or something completely different? 
See, what, I'm just what using are you. In you. For? I'm just using. I'm really just using you as my my Google Reader replacement. See, this is how this is working. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just gonna now every every uh, every week. I'm gonna just call you up, and I'm just gonna get you to read the news to me. I don't, yeah, I don't I, need a reader. I can just I can just get my news from you. See, I feel like Wait, that would take I've a, been doing that for ages anyway. Yeah, I feel like that would take a very large portion of my time. Well, now I'm still I happy care. to do it, but I feel like it I need, it needs to be a premium service. <laughs> a premium service, eh? I yeah. see. I see. So perhaps we should start charging for for you reading the news. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> okay, well, well, hit me, hit me with what you think is what you think is interesting. Okay, well, um, I don't know if you know this, but Google has a, uh, I guess, I guess we'll call it a science fair. Um, that yeah. is essentially what a science fair is. It's people, you know, have science projects and can uh, compete for money. Well, I guess that's what makes it different from a science fair. Is usually you don't make money; you just get an award. Yeah. Like but money is better. Money is better. Yeah, money is better. I like money. Money pays so, for things. <laughs> that's true. And awards usually don't. Yeah. As much as you um, can try. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> One of the, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you call someone who's participa- participants? Is that, is that what we'd call this person? Like, yeah, participants. Okay. One of the participants in the Google Science Fair is a 15-year-old girl who has built a fl- a, a torch or a flashlight to those uh, American speakers. It's a torch. Uh, that... <laughs> no, a Jeez. torch is something that's on fire, all right? No, it that is not what it means. That is exactly <laughs> what it means. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Look, it's if you get sent back in time, you know, hundreds of years into, you know, ye old England and you set a torch, that's what they would bring out to you. And if you set a flashlight, they wouldn't know what they they wouldn't know what it meant because a flashlight is is this device that we've invented uh, recently. They would think that you had gone mad. They would lock you away. They would think you were a witch and they would burn you with a torch, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Continue on anyway. Right. So this this fifteen year old girl has used um some neat technology that essentially she's created a torch that runs off human body heat and okay. and not so, and not a matrix style human body heat where you know we're we're in we're grown and the robots use us for for energy but just like a holding it with your hand is enough to power it that's pretty impressive and even more impressive than that is that the the cost of the torch of the, of the materials was only 26 bucks that's even more impressive. Yeah. The question is, how much light does it actually uh, does it actually you know provide? Well, there, there's a YouTube video of her using it, and she only, you know, they only turn off the lights for about like three seconds, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I'm gonna enough. take a wild guess and assume not a whole lot. Uh, yeah. But the the fact that it's, I guess, as easily powered. You know, it, it's nice as kind of like, a, I guess, an emergency. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, if if you're in the dark, if you're in the dark, you know, any light is uh, is is useful. I mean, depending on how recently you came into the dark, because there's the whole, you know, eyes have to get used to the to the 
darkness thing. And, but and it as also, a general also rule, the also the legality of what you're doing would also determine of how you know how bright you want it to be. <laughs> Indeed, if you're I, if you're I, looking for uh, if you're looking for less than you know legal ways of reading comics online, although you wouldn't really need a torch powered by human body heat, so I don't know what you'd be doing that for. Mm, it, it, they're they're obviously a strange person. I mean, they're listening to us, so <laughs> they're already you know. Uh, very strange. Yep. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, but it's it's just one of those things that it, it's 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 such a uh, I guess an interesting evolution of technology to, to think that oh you want a flashlight well we'll just power it by you know the heat coming out of your hands. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's not like. A lot of technology, like I've said it before on here, and and I think I think it's safe to like safe to say that that's pretty much the standard. Is you know technology these days is generally about solving you know first world problems, right? Uh, you know that that we 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 implement we introduce new ways of doing uh um you know. Google Reader shuts down, so everybody you know goes forth and creates technology to uh, you know to replace it in the form of software. And so you know, I mean, that's that's about as first world as you can possibly get. Oh no, I can't, I I can't just read all my news in one place. I have to go to multiple different places to read it. Oh no, uh, with the exception of very few things, like say maybe the Google, like the the Google. Uh, I wanted to say loft balloons, but that's not correct. Now I've got, I've now I've got uh, ninety nine red balloons in my head. Good. <laughs> the 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 um the loon project that we talked about last week, I think it was. Uh, you know that's that's probably another instance of uh, of uh, technology not being focused on first world problems, but actually being focused on trying to make uh trying to make a difference. Outside of uh, those first world problems, introduce introduce uh, technology to to places that don't don't have it at this point in time, and uh, this sounds like something very much along those lines. Like it's it's something that you know they could that could be manufactured really cheaply and uh, and provided in you know small communities that that uh, don't have the you know don't have the money to just swap out. Uh, you know, batteries every every uh every few few weeks or months or whatever. Yeah, but I think the point that we've skipped over is the fact that she's only fifteen years old and she's come up with this. I it wasn't is doing impressive. anything near this exciting when I was fifteen. When I was fifteen, I was didn't really know. I can't really remember. Um, yeah, it's, it's been what too, was I doing when I was fifteen? It's been, it has been a while. It's been a while. Uh. I honestly can't remember what I was doing when I was 15. I think I was, like, I mean, I was obviously doing schoolwork. I can't remember what a year I was in. Jeez. Well, okay, 15, I think I think I can safely say that we were, our, our two main um, activities were doing schoolwork and trying our best not to do schoolwork. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, there was probably, I think that there might have been some, uh, some, some, you know, trying to get girls to notice me in there as well. Uh, and probably a little bit of, I think, fifteen is about when you start working here in here in Australia, 
give or take, I think it's 15, 16. So about that age, I was about to start doing, you know, start working at, at KFC where we made delicious chicken. Right. So you, you work at KFC to make money so you can take out girls so you can avoid doing schoolwork. Something like that, yes. Yep, it's it's come full circle. That's what I was, that's what I was doing when I was fifteen, not making torches <laughs> or flashlights. I would. Why would I make a flashlight? That's weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's a. It's a torch. It's powered by heat, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you see what yeah. I'm going. Where I'm going with that? Yeah. So it's a torch. So it's definitely a torch. Uh, let's just say that this girl is on fire. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm, I bet our listeners are really glad that they listen to this show right now. They're just super yes, glad be- about it. Because of all the puns that we've been putting out today? Yes. This is exactly. the punniest of episodes? This is the punniest of episodes. I did say last, I said last week, this is going to be the best, better, best, best, better. Yes. Awesome. I speak goodly. This is going to be the best episode, but in reverse. So you guys might all think, be like, oh man, this episode, geez, what are they thinking? You have to listen to it in reverse. Yes, because right where, now it's just that's a where the good punishment. Stuff is. <laughs> that was a punishment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good, good. Uh, good. I'll, I'll be honest, the, the whole time you were talking, I was trying to think of a good pun. <laughs> yeah. I, and apparently I did not succeed. No, it was terrible pun. <sighs> but then, you know, how good can a pun really be? So, I mean, look, it. I, I think this is uh, this is very impressive. Uh, obviously, we like. There's no, uh, there's no kind of uh, news about whether or not she actually won the uh, won the um, science fair, uh, which was a scholarship, apparently, according to the article. Uh, with a fifty thousand dollars scholarship, which is pretty impressive. Uh, but, but I mean, that's the exact way, opposite of what you did, then, Jelly, because she's actually yeah. trying to do more schoolwork, and I was trying to do less schoolwork. So that makes it makes sense. She's <laughs> very, she's just like the opposite of me. She's the anti Jelly. She's the anti Jelly, which is uh, the world. I mean, the world needs one. Obviously, you know, there's got to be balance. There's got to be balance. Makes sense. So you know, good good honor for 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 in, you know being inventful, inventive, inventive, in it. Wait, <laughs> inventive. Yes, good. I'm I'm doing goodly with the speaky stuff tonight. <laughs> it's good. Well, we have one last topic. Yeah, so, well that, that know. makes. I think that's probably about right. Then yeah, we'll, so we'll wrap you know, it up for the day. S- sit down, relax. Well. We'll just flow into this one. Um, Kick back. Yeah. yeah. So, in, in, in about to start this, I, I realized this probably would have been better after some of the other video game topics because we did have a couple before. But no, no. We just wanted to make sure that there were some video games at the end, you know, because we didn't, we didn't want to leave it on things that sounded like schoolwork. So, we wanted to get back to video games. Right. Nobody nobody wants to leave it in the, in the show on schoolwork. That's uh, that's not good. Just not good yes. at all. So the uh, website Ars Technica has posted a. They put out a blog with it with a a neat little uh, bit of number crunching to show what 
I guess all the video game consoles ever released what, what they are in 2013 dollars. Okay. So it, it's a it's a neat little comparison. Um, you, you know, because obviously as soon as you know we mentioned it when the the PS4 and the the X1 were announced, we're like oh those prices are you know higher than what we expected or they're you know you know higher than this guy or whatever. Um, yep. But it's interesting to, to look at, uh, I guess, what else came out to go. You realize it's not it's not as expensive as you think. So we'll start at what they have here is the earliest one, the Atari 2600. In, in 1977, it was 200 bucks. Yeah, uh, in 2013 dollars, it would be 768. Right. So um, what, when you say adjusted to 2013 dollars, what you mean is uh, adjusted for inflation. That is exactly right. I mean, and, and the idea of, of obviously is is that you know consoles haven't really changed that much uh, in in actual value uh, over the years. Well, some some of them have. <laughs> the uh, okay. I, I don't know if you've ever. I, I'm assuming you've probably heard of the Neo Geo. I have heard of the Neo Geo. Okay, so it came out in in '91, uh, and it was six hundred fifty dollars then. Adjusted for inflation, it comes out to one thousand one hundred and eleven dollars. That's uh, so that, that that's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's the it's that one and the uh, what is it the the 3DO which came out in '93 which are about the the same price about 1,100, which is a very large amount of money to spend. Like it's one of the things you think about. Like even if you you go back and, and you look at something like the um you look at like the what is it like the the Sega CD, which is sorry I'm just trying to read this graph. You go okay it was. 300 bucks back then uh, you know mom got me that it was only 300 bucks but really it was it was about 500 bucks in you know you, you say how much it, how much it would it be to you today yeah you know so it's one of the things that it makes you think that you know games back then we look at the we, we just look at the number and we go oh it was so much cheaper to you know to buy a an nes for 200 even though really it was you know it it, it really cost the people double that you know yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to compared to what we would, uh, like how much how much that that money is actually worth now? It's actually worth uh, it. It was actually worth a lot more then. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I think that makes and, sense. And I want to also point because out these numbers are U.S. dollars as well. So uh, obviously, yeah, you know, that, I'm sure that it was sure it was like quadrupled the price in Australia. Well, that's the thing. Um, like, I'm looking at this uh, the, this graph, and I the, the first one that I'm noticing of is is the PlayStation Three, and the reason that I noticed that one first because is because it was nowhere near six hundred ninety six dollars when it actually when it first came out uh, in Australia, it was over a grand, um, and so yeah, the the the, the prices are. The, the prices are, are obviously going to be slightly different uh, here uh, compared to you know what they were overseas. So, and some of these consoles may not have even actually been available in the, in Australia as well. Although I don't know which ones. I think they were, I think they probably well, were maybe once before we were alive. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. But yeah, so the, it was just a, really it was one of those. Yeah, but like I just thought this was a. a Interesting little read, you know. It's it's not something. Well, okay, it's supposed to be. It's probably something you see once a year when uh, E3 happens, or once every console generation. So people have probably seen this before, but it's still an, yeah. an interesting thing to look at and go, oh well, yeah, you know, five six hundred bucks is expensive, but you know, I bought that other console, you know, ten years ago, and it was really worth, you know, the same price. Yeah, 
It, it's adjusting like this sort of uh, this sort of stuff for inflation is actually it is it is actually very interesting because uh, I mean if even if you look at say movies and stuff like that um, the you know the the budgets that they had and and the uh, the the you know the amount of money that they made uh, in in box office or whatever uh, the difference that is made by inflation is actually really significant because movies that only made say fifty thousand dollars compared to movies nowadays that make you know millions of dollars uh, they're actually not all that different when you when you adjust for inflation so it's it's actually um because you know things cost a lot a lot less then uh the 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 money was actually worth uh was worth more uh as compared to what you know what it is worth today because right. of inflation yeah it's inflation. funny cause you you always hear people say things like oh i remember back when milk only cost you know 5 cents and you go well five yeah. cents was what you know took you it took you six months to make five cents <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's the thing like it, it it because because this money it's not that it was it was worth 200 bucks and they still you know something was like a you know the nes which was worth yeah two two hundred dollars uh it's not like it was worth 200 bucks and they were still making the same amount of money that like we make today it was worth 200 bucks and they were actually making less money as well so it actually because of that it 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 actually cost more as opposed to you know 200 bucks actually was worth a lot more to them yeah than, it, it, it is, was a than it is now. 200 was a higher percentage of of someone's earnings than than it is nowadays yeah yeah and that's the thing that's the thing it's it's all about percentages hmm oh math and its numbers so crazy maths is great not math. Maths. No. Get it right. Math. Singular. No, no. There's only there's only one math. No, there's multiple maths. No, no, it's just one. It's all math. No, it's just it's it's there's multiple maths. No, and no. Uh, you should you should, no just let. I think I'm just gonna have to end the show so that we stop so we stop arguing about this. So well, I, I, uh, I, I will go. I will go on Twitter. I will go on Twitter and I will just post math a bunch of times and just continuously. Uh, I guess at you and uh, Jelly and Bean with, with just nothing but math. So, guys, if you would like to read any of the articles that we've used today, uh, you can do that. We link all of them on to on our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash thirty two. Very easy. Uh, you can also get in touch with us to tell us to stop blabbering about the difference between. You know, math and maths. If you want to do that, uh, you can send us an email to do that. Uh, you jump onto our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, not contacts. Contact. It is singular in this particular case. <laughs> uh, and you fill out a form, send us an email, and uh, and we read it. And we uh, we you know, if if it's uh, if it's interesting, which I'm sure it is, because I mean, you guys, you guys are really interesting. Uh, we, we and we want to hear about it. So you know, we we want to share we want to share your stuff as well. So if you if you uh if you send us an email, we'll share it on the show. We'll try. I mean, it depends on few few things like whether or not it cont- like, contains expletives or the, the, the legality things. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you know, we'll we'll think about it. we'll think about it. Let's put it that way. 
Uh, you, but you can talk to us on Twitter as well. Uh, we, we have a lot more freedom there. Brandon is at Brandroid Attack, and I am at Jelly Bean Soup. And uh, we, we would love to t- love to have a, have a chat with you, I guess. Not a yes. We would love to have a chat with you. Good. Uh, that's it for this week, look, guys. We look, we have uh, have a, had a great time talking to you today, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. And we'll be back. Back. We'll be jelly and beanier than ever. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye.